Good day, my friends, and welcome to the Craig Shapiro Tennis Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the legendary Sergio Tacchini, brand worn by John McEnroe, Vitas Garolitis, Novak Djokovic, and Gabriella Sabatini. Check them out at SergioTacchini.com. Use the code SHAP30 in all caps to receive 30% off of your order. Ale, ale! The French Open is about to begin, and all the chatter is about 19-year-old Carlos Alcaraz, whose meteoric rise to the top of men's tennis has made him, along with Rafa Nadal and Novak Djokovic, one of the favorites to take the Coupe de Musketeers. Today's guest is former world number seven, carried the torch for Spain through the late 80s and 90s, and has had his finger on the pulse of tennis throughout his life. There is no one better suited to discuss these players in that tournament. Emilio Sanchez is today's guest, and this is the French Open preview extraordinaire. So now you're in Newport. Did you go from Naples to Newport? <laughs> yeah, I, I come here to do the New England regional event and um, there is a bunch of, of speakers I think Gigi Fernandez was here Todd Martin myself so it's the first time for three years that they can do some kind of like a live thing for for coaches and you're doing a coaching seminar at the tennis hall of fame correct yeah yeah <laughs> now would it be fair to say the only other time you were there was when your sister was inducted well, that was the last time, but I was here one time before. Uh, you are too young, so you don't know. I played here Davis Cup against the U.S. and against McEnroe and, and Brad Gilbert. So I was here that time, but I, I, I tried to forget that time because to play those guys on grass was not the, the best the best visit around. Oh, wow. I don't, I you know, it's interesting. Do you know what year that could have been? That was be around 1990, 1990, yeah, 1990, I think. Oh, in the summer, my. Yeah. I wasn't too young, but I, I actually forgot that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, the gentlemen you hear, former world number seven, seven? Yeah, correct. Yeah, a couple of times when that's that, that spot. Former world number seven. The oldest brother in a family of uh, pro tennis players, sister got to one in the world, held the flag for Spain for a lot of years in the late 80s and in the 90s. And that is Emilio Sanchez. How are you, my man? (laughs) I'm perfect. Thanks for calling me, Greg. It's always a pleasure to be with you here. Last time we saw each other, you were playing in an event in Miami. I saw you briefly, but we spoke two years ago, almost to the day, almost to the day. It was after the French Open in 2020. Mm. And I had asked you about Carlitos Alcaraz and you said, oh, you know, that's interesting. He just won a challenger Mm -hmm. in Barcelona at your club. Yeah. And now here we are. Yeah, and here we are, and, and he explodes because if you see that those matches from, from the challenger, he was a super young player with the same energy and the same aura on the court, and you know, arriving to everybody and, and not leaving no one uh, in, just intact, you know, like like he had already that that aura on the court, but but finish wise, he was playing from the back, but big grinder, you know, typical Spanish back and forth 
but the last two years he just excel and and he just went to another level i was watching his match in miami and um and he was putting the the people standing and 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 he was putting so much emotion on the matches and i think it's going to be amazing because because he does so many things in miami he did 60 drop shots he win 55 drop shots on hardcore you know how difficult that is is like is like crazy and then in the final he starts to come to the net he makes 11 times to the net and he makes 11 volleys so you know like everything he does the forehand the backhand the serve everything is 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 done in such such a um, easy way and, and he has this physical condition that is spectacular and and then uh, he has this mindset that he never lost so he's he's totally intact so he whatever he does he tries and he, he goes and does it so listen i mean this guy has won rio people already forgot yeah. how much he's won he won rio he lost to rafa in the semi-finals of indian wells mm -hmm. he won miami I believe he lost a tough match in Monte Carlo. Yeah, in the first, in the first, yeah, the transition is not easy. So then he beat Rafa and Novak back to back. The first player to ever beat those two back to back in Madrid. Right. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you say? <laughs> well, you say that he. <laughs> He has no fear of losing. He just goes for, he just goes for the things. And Madrid is a is a tough tournament to play because it's six hundred. Well, it's, it's altitude, six hundred meters. The ball goes super fast. So to to play like he plays in Madrid, he just he just um, shows that that he can adapt to almost any situation. And um, he's like like um, going out there and and just killing it because he wins in Barcelona, but then he goes to Madrid, completely different different conditions and then he goes and wins away and so um it's 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 just like like so fresh and so 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 much um difference on his game because if you put it together i was writing an article for the italian magazine like the, this past month and uh, he has this energy and and his spirit of of rafa on the mental side that he is, is like if nothing bothers him he's like he always forgets and he's always thinking on the next point but then he has this this plasticity and this way of moving from from Djokovic and and he has this this way of play of 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 of, of like loose and and going for the shots like like Roger. So it's like a combination of 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 the uh, uh, and, and of everybody, you know. Like, and 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 um, I think that 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 it didn't happen for for a while. You have some great players today, like that they are hanging there. They are two, three, four in the world, but. But they don't have this impact on on everybody because he just he just he just stand up and say, "What is that? How he can do that?" You know. So, here's a question for you: Have you had any interesting conversations with any of your Spanish comrades about this kid? Well, the, no. The only conversation was in Miami when I went to see him because I'm here. I'm in Naples, and so not so many people comes by, and um, and I, I I saw some people there in in, in Miami. I saw Nalbandian. That 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 was the day he was playing Kekmanovic, which is another amazing player, and they played they, they played it, that, that amazing match, and and um, you know, like tennis is 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 he's great and he's. 
um, amazing. Uh, but even he plays tough matches, like he played in the semis in in, in with the Minaur and so so the, the tennis makes a difference in a few points. I'm sorry, let me just stop you. Yeah. That match versus Kekmanovic yeah. felt to me like transcendent tennis that I felt like we had never seen tennis like that. Yeah, it was it, it was amazing. It's not that we never seen because they, there has been some some amazing matches in, in tennis with some incredible players. Uh, but but to see two young players playing like that is, is, is that coming from nowhere because at the end they were coming from nowhere. And then that's that's uh, that's something that is very interesting for the future. And uh, and um, he's been winning matches super tight, so so and with amazing shots. And that's what what is building up this 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 aura of champion of of um, unbeatable champion. And um, now we have to see if he's capable of 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 showing that on the on the on the five setters on the on the slams. And uh, he can if this year he'll take one of the slams, and then he's gonna I think he could rocket towards doing so well eh? but we have to see how he adapts to that situation with the seven matches i think he's in great hands because you know nothing happens without a reason eh? and and when for example with when juan carlos three years ago dedicates his life juan carlos ferrero is a number one in the world so and at three years ago that means that alcaraz has is 15 years old so and, and then Juan Carlos Ferrero, number one in the world, dedicates 100% of his time to him. But 100% means live with him. So go to the futures, go to the training, go to go everywhere with him is because he's seen something exceptional. You know, and, 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 and when you combine that type of quality with the number one in the world, coaching day to day, every practice in the morning, in the afternoon, on the lunch, on the dinner, living for, for, for to, to, to success, and then you have the quality of this kind of player, and then uh, the, the success arrives. No one can predict that arrives so fast because this is incredible. But um, the, the environment is perfect. His, his father, I spoke with his father in Miami and he was telling me, I said, how he can do these drop shots, you know? And he said, he was spending, he was spending him since he's little because the father is a is a coach in a in a in a traditional club in Murcia, Tuido de Pichon, and um, the father is there all day giving lessons. So the kid was all day on the wall, playing by himself on the wall, doing crafty things, you know, playing and and playing the small court with the other kids. So that's why he has such an incredible crafty hand. Because he was, you know, the wall is, is, the people say in our time we use so much the wall, you know, but lately all the technique, all these new things that the videos and so, no, 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 the wall. <laughs> the wall. The wall. He was so, just finessing balls against the wall, softening his hands by himself. By himself. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go and you bounce the ball and then you play here and you play against the wall and you never beat the wall because... At the end, you're gonna miss, you know, and so so, and then it starts to it starts to put everything everything together, no? So he first of all to be all day there, he loved the sport, he loved the tennis. He the father tells him, no, it's too hot. Go go inside, go to the gym. No, he stay on the wall with hundred degrees and 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 grinding there, you know. 
So, so the kid is, and this is not so far ago because he's so young, he just turned 19. So, so the wall has done an incredible job. I think Juan Carlos has done an amazing job and he's endorsed with his physical coach and everything is, is, is amazing. So here's a question for you. <laughs> Next week, a couple of days from now, the, the, the French Open, they, they, now they call Roland Garros. I like to call it French Open. French Open is going to start. Has he essentially, because of the success, because of his confidence, has he essentially put a lot of pressure on himself? The way I don't know him so 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 much to be able to to value that, but from what I'm seeing and and uh, the people who is there in Paris, I spoke, and uh, he is there, happy to be there. He's living his dream. So he's, he's in the court, he's with this aura, with this big smile and, and taking care of everything and talking to the people, talking to the press. He's not afraid of what he's going to face. So that's a very, very, very good way of facing big challenges because to, to break the barrier of winning a slam is, 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 is pressure and is, is tension and he, everybody's going to be on top of him from the first day. He's 19 years old. He's gonna be playing in the top courts. He's gonna be on, on, on the on the spotlight. So, but he, he loves the spotlight. He don't like to play in court 15. He likes to play on the main court and put the people up. So, so he's he's he has an amazing, an amazing way of facing difficulties. Have you talked to Juan Carlos Ferrero about him? No, we 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 we, uh, we didn't talk about him. I I I congrats them on the with with messages and so. But um, I didn't see him because when I went in Miami the two times I went the two days I went to see him. Uh, he Juan Carlos had the the sad news of his father, so he ah, was not right. there. Right, right, and, uh, right. But I, I spoke with his physical coach, with his father, and 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 with with his agent, and and uh, they were they were amazed by the by the situation. Do I have it right that his agent was David Ferrer's agent? Yes, correct. Well, if you if you if you normally agents they they don't know how to run a, a match and and how to handle a match, but Albert Albert is his name. Uh, he was initially he was working since very young in, as a coach in the tennis Barcelona where they play the tournament, and he was the head of the tennis school there. So and so he was uh, doing a lot of team team tennis, and in Spain you know they play a lot of matches. So he he's always been around great players and, and 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 he's always very positive and very much involved with the with the situation so so over there he was running the show he was he was he was do, he was doing the coaching on top of the management <laughs> this guy's a tennis man he's a real tennis person the, the yeah. agent yeah and these yeah. guys are all together i mean i mean he, this, he's a young kid he's got 20 guys with him <laughs> yeah well he has he has a, a good team and, uh, and and it's good to have a uh, you know lately it's, it's good to have a good team and um, and I, I don't know if you've seen some images from him but for example yesterday I was watching this this video with him with the surf you see you see how he goes on on top of his of his body when when, when he jumps to the ball look at the front leg where he goes with that look there and then now how he stands the leg I I you know, there they are things on him, they are so athletic, like almost no, maybe Federer does that, but very few players arrive to do that. 
and they have like this this perfect core situation where he can throw. So and he has a lot of space to even improve improve the serve more and and so so become much more lethal with with his weapons. You know, more lethal, more lethal, yeah, lethal. Yeah, more I, lethal well, with I, his. I weapons. say the Spanish way. You say lethal. <laughs> That's all yeah. right, man. You say it any way you want. I know what you're saying. Now, Rafa, you know, was playing Denis Shapovalov and had to stop. Mm-hmm. Do you have any information about that? Do you have any uh, special information you can share with us? No, this this thing this thing from Rafa comes from when he's young and and and, and he's uh, has been always his fear uh, that that this problem on his feet was 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 this malformation was gonna be um, getting worse and and he always had this advice from from his doctor that that one day he could not he could not handle it you know and um, but he's been living with it since 14 so so he's been handling perfect so I never saw him showing it so much like in the match with Shapovalov like a few times that he just couldn't handle it so um, uh, it's, it's a new stage for him but uh, remember that that he's like like a like a rock so 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 I'm sure that that he's been doing treatment and everything and if he goes to play he's gonna feel that that he can play and uh, he's gonna handle the pain so everybody's thinking oh this and that but Rafa is 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 don't put him on the side of of, of Roland Garros he won 13 I don't know 14 I don't know how many times so <laughs> so he's gonna die to 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 the, that's his place so he's gonna he's he's gonna die to to do well there so so don't put him on the side you count on him because even if he had a problem in one tournament doesn't mean that he's gonna have it again in Paris you know because he's been he's been having this and no problem for 14 years to 20 years. I don't know <laughs> how, many, how many he has. <laughs> is Novak Djokovic the favorite to win the tournament? Well, he's in a much better position now. He's he's uh, he's being from going from from uh, not playing the matches to play the matches. He's grown up. He he, he grow the he grow the his his level and and he almost beat Alcaraz, which is the hottest player in the moment in Madrid, which is not very significant of the reality of the level in clay because it's so fast over there so the match is as much much more even but i i believe that that he's he's there and he's he's count on you have to count on him because he he, he make this build up towards uh, being on his best shape and uh, so he's gonna be someone to beat so he's not gonna lose it's a big difference rafa and novak you have to beat them and so they, you have to count on them always because there's very few players who can beat them. Have you had any interesting conversations with any of your compadres about any of these guys? Do you know anything that we don't know that you care to share? No, it's, uh, it, I, you know, like like you have to be there on the tournaments. You have to be there on the practices, and 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 many times it's not about talking. It's about being aware of what is happening. You know, and. Um, and uh, there is a lot of people there that they talking and they doing articles and so on. So so slowly we will see who is really on 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 place or not and who is struggling or not. And and um, is a is the toughest slam to last the seven matches, uh, physically and mentally, which is um, amazing. So but if you are in in good shape, you, you, we've seen everybody playing so well. 
with the different styles. So, so clay da, does that, but you need to be super consistent. What do you know about Paula Badoza? I mean, it's incredible. Spain has got so many players. She's two in the world. That's wild, yes. right? I mean, she, but yeah. two in the world. Alcaraz is the hottest thing tennis has seen in 10 years. And, and um, you know, Rafa is still Rafa. I mean, and there's yeah. so many players. Yeah. Well, Paula has grown a lot as a player. And um, I think the big transition that, that she made um, was last uh, last the year before, so this past year where where she exploded and she was she went from eighty to top ten with um, when she was training with Javier Marti, which Javier Marti is, is is pretty close to to me. I'm partner with his father, and so we were very close. And I I, I live in some way the development of her from those stages when you jump on the top hundred. And then you have to make the other jump towards the top ten, no? And uh, she's a very hard worker, and uh, she 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 has a lot of confidence on herself, and she's she, she's a, a very strong girl. And you know the Spanish players when they are they, they are gifted and they are talented like her or like Alcaraz, they all have this way of doing that they live for the tennis, so they train very hard, they stay all day in the club, they always do a, a bit. Of, extra from the other so when you reflect that in the matches they are they are tough bones to 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 bite you know because they always they're always there so and she has that even if she has a, an aggressive game and and so uh she has her own barriers at the moment because she's number two but she didn't win any slams so she has to break the same barrier as as alcaraz and let's hope that they can do it in the in this tournament but the female tennis is so open because uh, it's so many changes. So even if she's number two and she's very steady, uh, apart from Sviontek, which the last two since Barty left, now she's is invitable. So so let's see if 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 Badosa can can face some can put some challenge challenge to Sviontek, which is an absolute favorite. Is is Badosa a better hardcore player? For her type of game and her uh, and her mentality, I believe so because she needs uh, a bit of extra help from the court because she she has big 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 games and uh, and uh, big shots as well. So uh, on clay, she needs to be a bit more patient and build up more the the points and 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 she's very aggressive. So there are some kind of players like like her or you know like Sharapova and Williams and so that they always want to win points. So they are not willing to. To, to play the game so much. And that's what Alcaraz has, that he don't mind grinding, he don't mind running. She needs to get a bit of that uh, if she really wants to challenge the top ones. You think that she likes to finish points quick, quicker, yeah. doesn't want to suffer? Well, <laughs> that that is your comment. I is, think that, is that harsh? Is that harsh? I, I always feel like you talk no. kind of harsh, so I like to, like, you know, like, no. you, she doesn't like to go through the fire the way she probably needs to. Would that be fair to say? Well, but but realize that that on the female tour, there is very few. So they, 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 they are so good, but there's very few who want to go through that. Look at many of the players, like the last year's finalists in the U.S. Open, Raducanu, or Fernand, they, they they want to play, but now they, they, the part of the grinding, the part of the 
of the working the points, suddenly they just want to win every point. And that's a way, that's why there is so much constant uh, change on the on the female on the female tennis because you need to play with the other one that's what is biontic is super good or marty uh, was super good as well because she she will not mind grind five slices and then hit the big one you know like and and many of the other girls they just want to hit big 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 big, big all the time so they need to learn how to also we in tennis we play too you you play sometimes you have the initiative and then i play and i have the initiative and so we, we, we work out. And when I take away the initiative from you, when you serve, maybe probably I'm going to beat you. Eh? But, but you, I cannot take you in the initiative every point of the match. And if I don't take the initiative and I miss or something, and then I get, I get uh, disappointed and then I make more mistakes. So then it becomes mental. No? So um, I think that, that they have to find that more that balance where they accept also the opponent. And uh, they have more difficulties on that. Is there anything else we need to know before this tournament starts? I, I'm not. I don't have the magic ball. Eh, but what I know is that that whoever wants to do well and whoever we we will be talking after are the ones that they have this that we just spoke. The ones that they want to be there and they don't mind eh, the, 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 the the grinding and they don't mind the other one playing as well. Eh? Clay. Clay is a is 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 a is a, is a challenging core because clay stops the ball, so so it's not gonna give you the clay is not gonna give you anything from any ball, and maybe the drop shot is gonna be shorter, but because it stops more the ball, so it's, so it's is the drop shot is a stop they call it a stop ball sometimes no but because on clay that that's why it it works the better you know, so we're gonna see an amazing tournament and I believe that. The players who were there that in some way were comfortable, especially on the on the male and on the female, because of the arrival of these big shotguns, the young ones. Now they ha they have to raise the level. Sizipas, Zverev, they have to raise the level because they with what they do is not gonna be enough with the young ones. It's not gonna be enough with Djokovic and Nadal. So they better they better raise their level in the big moment if they and and they break this barrier, no. You got to raise your level to break the barrier of winning a major. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big barrier. <laughs> Emilio Sanchez giving us the knowledge. And, you know, if you need any restaurant recommendations while you're in Newport, you know, that's where I am from. So, uh, oh let my me gosh. Know. So, I wanted to tell you, I, I had the, the luck to have to uh, this year, um, I had the pre I did the precision with a student from Cristobal Rensburg, from that they work in Dallas, and and is this girl from Mexico? She was about three hundred, so she came in in the winter, and then she's been doing all the pro circuit. So and about ten days ago, she came to do like kind of like a mini precision for two weeks to prepare for the French Open, eh, because she wanted to do well on clay. So we and. This girl, her name is Fernanda Contreras. She plays the last round tomorrow of the qualies. And she's almost 200 now. She's from Mexico, but she has this incredible way of working and ethics. And so I, I really hope that she makes it through and makes the jump to the top 100 in, in Paris. And we can see her because she plays coming in and we've been working a lot on the footwork. And she beat Magnelli, the, the girl that plays with Coco Goff. And she beat the seeded from Turkey. So 
hopefully I cross my fingers, she does well and she becomes famous. And uh, because it's a pleasure to work with someone that is willing to work hard, to listen, and to especially make as well the coaches feel well, you know, because sometimes many of these younger players, they just go there, but they don't, you know, they don't give the respect to that. And this girl is amazing. So I hope that she really makes it. That's good information. Uh, Fernanda Contreras was working yes. with Christo von Rensberg, who's been on my show, South yeah. African stalwart. He brought her to you, and now she's yeah. playing for the last spot in qualities. Maybe she'll qualify. Yeah, because, because he thought he thought that to work on the footwork and on the clay, he had to send it to me, and we've been talking a lot ab about it. And and she she's she, she I, I really think that she she was coming from college. She she was playing for Vanderbilt, they lost the final on the NCAAs, and she's been doing two years transitioning with zero funding, and Christo has helping her and call me and this, so so we hope that she makes it through and, and she starts to play everywhere and she can hire a coach and, and a physio because she's by herself over there, you know, so it's, a, it's one of those nice stories that they, they, they you know, they come out there in our tennis world that, that, that no one knows, but it, I, I really she's dreaming to make it to the French and it's an incredible story. So you interview her when she makes a couple of rounds on the on the main. OK, Hey man, I'm, I love that story. Tennis is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Christo von Rensberg sends you a player and now that player has got a shot to be in the French Open. Yeah, no, it's and, and, and he's going to play well. He's going to do a lot of things. So we'll see. Emilio Sanchez, always a pleasure. Thank you for uh, sharing your incredible knowledge of this sport that we love so much with uh with me and all my people have a terrific rest of your week and you are released thank you so much eh? and congratulations with everything you do and tennis is very important thank you huge thank you to emilio sanchez and thank you to sergio tacchini see them at sergiotacchini.com and use my code SHAP30 in all caps at checkout to receive 30% off of your order. Max Loke edited the show. Our music is by Brian Senti. We'll be back next time with more of the most interesting voices in the sport. Until then, I'm Craig Shapiro and you are released.